TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome back. Four o'clock here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese. It's the afternoon show on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, coming up tonight, <laughs> Elliot and I, Elliot Shore Parks. What are you guys A doing? nice little clap your hands, uh, watch oh. party. <laughs> you can drown your sorrows with the Embiid news <laughs> yes. uh, with $3.75 <laughs> Coors Light Pints. Uh, we'll be at McGurk's in Horsham, uh, 7.30 on and frankly, I'll be there a little bit earlier because I'm going straight from the show. Uh, but either way, we'll be hanging out. Uh, there's a raffle for Sixers tickets, all courtesy of Miller Light or of Coors Light. It'll be a great time, and uh, we'll we'll watch some Sixers. I'm sure if you want to Sixers Utah, Sixers Utah with no Embiid, Maxi, or maybe Toby. I don't know. Come on, Toby, get out there. He's probably out there. He played yeah. against Golden State, but yeah. regardless, even if Embiid was healthy, he doesn't play in, in high altitude no. situations. And Maxi. He's got an ankle. He's got, yeah, he rolls yeah, ankle. Yeah, yeah, okay. Did he break it? I believe that's not the case. He did not roll it. Break his ankle. Is it a boot on it? I don't know. I, I could have I saw him standing there on the sidelines uh, the other night. Nice sweatsuit on. Always. Make sure I looked at both feet. He had gym shoes on. Get out Sneakers. There. Get out there, Tyrese. I'm just saying. The team, the team is in a free fall right now. You know what I mean? We done lost four straight games. And damn, the MVP is out here on one leg. He done got re-injured. We over there with an ankle. Come on, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, is he ducking I'm, Colin? I'm calling everybody out. Is he ducking Colin Sexton tonight? <laughs> is he, he doesn't want to go against Colin Sexton, uh, Keontae George, Jordan Clarkson, you know, those guys out in Utah? See, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the whole 65-game thing. What about it? I'm just saying. This is why they're trying to put things in place to sort of put you a little, put a little pressure on you to he's, actually play through some of these he's things. He's got an ankle injury. I understand that. You act like that's something that's uncommon. I, know it's uncommon. I understand. You stepped on an ankle. It rolled over. Mm-hmm. I get it. And then it becomes about pain tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I well, pain tolerance is really a mental thing. Dude, I ran in the wedges for a living. Uh, yeah, I played. Yeah, stop it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you kidding me? This is why football players look at other athletes like, yeah, you're soft. Yeah, that's why we do that. Because, yeah, we're like, you think about some of the things we played through. Mm-hmm. Get out there, Tyrese. Well, no, I'm just saying. You, you said he rolled an ankle like, like he should be laid up for the next six weeks or something. And I'm forcing him to get out there on a reconstruction ankle or something. It, not, was a, it was an ankle sprain. I don't even remember. Do you remember? Do you remember? I know I don't remember it. That's the whole point. <laughs> That's the whole point. No, I do not remember uh, when it happened. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I'm sure you're listening. When he finds it convenient, he'll be out there. He'll be, he'll be good to go. The home game. I think he goes tonight. It says he's questionable. Oh, really? I thought he's already downgraded out. So. Had he been? No, I, mean, no, I think I, I was just talking to the, the this morning. So, um, hey, man, hey, man, we got to start putting pressure on some of these guys, man. Well, listen, you can't lose You can't lose five straight. You can't yes, lose. exactly. You, 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 are, you want to throw Embiid back out there this year. His, his leg is barely hanging on. I can't get Maxie out there on a rolled-up ankle? I can't have Embiid. We, <laughs> I can't do it again with Embiid, where he sits the, the whole playoffs out. He's hurt. The play. If I can get 70% Joel Embiid, I'll take 70% Joel Embiid versus fully healthy for next October. I don't care about next October. I care about trying to compete now. And it's on Maury. It's on Daryl <laughs> to go, go get, get somebody. Go get someone. You know, facilitate this thing. You know, it's not all about the future. But uh, I did want to work in some fills, like because okay. we, we haven't really talked about them much. Obviously, there's been more important things going Obvious on. Obvious reasons, yeah, yes. There's been a lot of things going on. <laughs> yes. I figured, you know, starting to get into a little bit of a dead period. And with it being February, mm-hmm. 
believe first spring training game February 27th. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, pitchers and catchers around middle of the month, which okay. I can't wait for. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious where people are at with the baseball team. I mean, you know, for me, I always can't wait. I I I, I live and die with every pitch. I watch every spring training game. Like I care. Like I, I mm-hmm. I'm all in. I'm all invested. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if the fan base is is feeling it yet. Like where are we at with this baseball team? Are you still mad at them? For the NLCS, are you over that? What's your expectations? Are you at World Series or bust? You know, because it feels like the pressure on the Phillies is not even close to the pressure that's on the Eagles and the pressure that's on the Sixers. Yeah, and, and I wonder why. And I wonder why, too. And maybe because they need a stronger stronger ringleader to rally up World Series or bust. But I just – I'm still not really there. I know, cause, but, but here's what it is, though, right? Here's what it is, and that's fine. Having low expectations is not a good thing because you want people to care. You want people to care that every game matters. It's the only way you get people paying attention to them every night. So I think it may not be World Series or bust. Um, I don't, I'm not going to try to force that. But having low expectations I think is unacceptable. And thinking that this team can just go along – by winning a few games and saying a few quotes and, you know, getting the fan base behind you or what have you and that being okay, that that's a slippery slope, man, because as quick as this thing turned and everybody got excited when they were in the postseason, it could turn back the other way and people stop caring when you don't make the postseason. Right. I, I think I think if I had to lay out where my expectation is for them, my expectation is is competing and winning the division. Like I am, I am okay. at, I'm at the standpoint where I, I don't need the Braves winning the division by twelve or thirteen games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's have a real division race in September. Like, sure, uh, the last couple of years you got to eighty-seven wins, you got to ninety last year, and you got in and you made a run. But like, how about we have a, a sustained, successful season? Sure, there's going to be dives where you lose five, six straight, but like, come out and get hot, and and not get hot, but don't start a season in the toilet. Like you've done the last two years. I mean, the mm-hmm. last two years they've been seven games under five hundred and six games under five hundred. Yeah, and they've had to rally. Like enough of that stuff. Like go and be go and be one of the best baseball teams in the NL for for an entire year, rather than expecting to get hot late and have that carry over in the postseason. I'm with you on this, and I know the month of August and September, but primarily August, sort of boost their their win total up and certainly propelled them to get into the postseason and all the way to the NLCS. But when you look at the team from a talent standpoint, and we didn't even do a whole lot this offseason. Obviously, we brought back Aaron Nola, which was key. Um, if you just take a step back and, and you go talent for talent through the division, we're not that far off. So it's, it's not unrealistic expectations to challenge the Atlanta Braves. I think we saw that the gap between us and the Braves isn't as wide as the standing show once they played each other in the playoffs. You know why? Because we weren't at full strength to start the season. You started the season last year without Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper. And Ranger Suarez. And Ranger Suarez. Like, that's what you started the season off last year with. So you were already behind the eight ball. Aaron Nola doesn't really get going until later. Like, so Atlanta got off to a great start off the, uh, the, 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 the year before – uh, disappointing series loss to the Braves, I mean to the Phillies, and they wanted to come out and prove that they were the best team in the National League. They were healthy. They got off to a nice start. They built the lead. They went it wire to wire, and we still smoked them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which is a great bet. Yes, I, but I think the Phillies, knock on wood, we can get through spring training without losing anyone, and everybody's healthy coming back up here, and we start the season off that way. We got a great chance to get off to a good start versus digging ourselves out of a hole. The last two years, we've had to dig ourselves out of a hole just to get to the playoffs. Totally, yeah. Six six games last year, seven games the year before, under five hundred, and yeah. they and they to their credit, they find a way to, to get out of that. But it's just you can't keep relying on that. You can't keep relying on getting hot. And also last year, they had the World Baseball Classic. So like JT right. was gone, that. Trey yeah. was gone. I forgot about that. Yeah, Schwarber was gone. That's where Ranger got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, some other key guys were were out. So they think you could use that as an excuse. Rob Thompson's talked about it. They, they're going to try to find different ways, do things differently in spring training, so they do get off to a hotter start because you can't you can't keep getting 
under 500 in in May and then bang you move to June Schwarber and expect that right. to expect that to carry you through right and dancing on my own yeah yeah I mean that's what we resorted to yeah. June Schwarber and bringing back the song no more song no more, like I love the song <laughs> we're done with it they, ha- they have to find something else I, I, I they have to be able to find something else there's other good techno ish well, this uh, is songs. great hearing it from you so it's, yeah you know the Stubbsy right yeah, yeah so, listen the the chief vibes officer Garrett Stubbs. Yeah, and, and Nick Sirianni, um, <laughs> but, but but I'm just I'm just wondering like, so the NLCS obviously still pains me, like mm-hmm. it, it still sucks, but I, I I finally kind of put it in the in the rear view, and I am I am looking more forward to to this upcoming year. Now, I wonder if the fan base is there from the standpoint of well, what did they really improve? What did they really get better at? They re-signed Nola. I think people are mostly happy with that. Their other, the, the 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 other move is Colby Allard, who I know you're a huge fan of. Uh, no, he's just a swingman, like you know, swingman, like oh, yeah. six, six six starter. Lefty, lefty, of course. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Colby Allard knowledge. Um, well, I'm looking at the roster. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. You know, so at the roster. So like, I I think that you know they'll make another signing here, mm-hmm. whether it's a smaller move like a a Phil Maton to to kind of help out the bullpen a little bit. I, I also think there's a chance that they they do get in the the Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery market where the the market kind of craters and they can go get Blake Snell on a shorter term deal maybe a little bit more money to kind of you know just go from a really good rotation to maybe the best in baseball like I still think that's out there they did that with Castellanos a couple years ago so I'm not throwing in the towel on that but the nice part is. We'll know within the next like fifteen twenty days because it's it's all happening now. Like there's no more there's no more. That's a long off season. Mm-hmm. We're gonna know in the next fifteen to twenty days if they get a real you know big improvement to this roster. Yeah, and I think it would come more as a surprise than something I expected to happen. Although it'd be a pleasant surprise, and I'm I'm with you. I certainly believe they could use a Blake Snail. You know, Taiwan Walker, you don't know what you're going to get from him this year, but he, he certainly can't be as bad as he was to end the season. I hope not. You know, the early in the season, he was he was a rock for us. I mean, he, he listen, he came in there, he gave you some good starts. He yes. got W's. There was no Ranger Suarez. Nola was, was in the Nola phase mm-hmm. at that time. So I thought Tyron Walker at least was doing some nice things for you there that first half of the season. He tapered off. That being said, this is a team built on its offense. It's built on its offense. Doesn't look like they're doing much different as far as changing their approach at the plate and what it's going to be. You're telling me Schwarber's going to lead off? Okay, maybe one one of these. One, we'll, we'll use one of these days to to debate whether or not it should be Stoddy or, or or Schwarber at the top of the lineup. But my guess is, even if he doesn't start the season there, eventually he finds himself back <laughs> once they start the, struggling. Yes, at the back, or when he starts struggling, because a large part of this is. It's what's best for him. And I don't mean that in a selfish way, but if you're going to get the most out of his at-bat, this is where he feels most comfortable at. I've accepted that. I understand that's what it is. I'm not accepting he's a great leadoff hitter and this is what you should do, but I will accept in order to get the most out of him as a player, this is where he needs to hit. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Cause last year and there's something about having him at the top of the lineup, Dad, with the, the whole threat of, the threat of the home run and everything. Thumper. Yeah, yeah. I kind of appreciate that. Because he helps the bottom of the lineup, you know. He <laughs> gives them protection. He gives them a good chance to go up one nothing. I'm curious if they do try, if they try start to start to begin. So they go Stott, Turner, Harper. Uh, you know, last year they put Bohm Scott there. Turner, Harper. One of the righties, whether yeah. it's Bohm. I would go Bohm. Bohm or <laughs> Gasty. Come on, man. Yeah. All-star Gasty. And then they put Schwarber fifth. Can Bohm give us a little more? In that spot, I hope so. He was not. Can he give us five more home runs there? What did he hit last year? Fifteen, twenty. He did, oh, he did get the twenty. Okay, not as bad as I thought. Then he got the twenty. Yeah, I like to see like a lot 25. of that. Was, I feel like a lot of that was early, and then he kind of cooled off in the middle of the season when it came to uh, mm-hmm. at least the, the the power department. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his projection his projection is only fifteen, so I don't think people yeah. are. We were raving about the 10 pounds he gained all offseason oh, last year. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. <laughs> Bryce Harper's projections from uh, Fangraphs. I know it's like one of your favorite websites. <laughs> 30 homers, yeah. 97 RBI, yeah. 94 runs, yeah. 389 OBP, and a 907 OPS. I mean, that's uh, a that's all low. <laughs> that's, that's also a pretty damn good year. I'll yeah, but not for Bryce. Um, can we? Uh, I need thirty-five and one hundred. We've talked a lot about 
Embiid, and and yes. can we get a healthy Embiid year? Can I just get a a a healthy yeah. Bryce? Hundred and forty five like, games, hundred and fifty games, go nuclear. Yeah, you know, and get him. I mean, he might. He's probably gonna get over three hundred this year. He is over three hundred. Yeah. So he finally will get there this year. We need to get. We need to get towards four hundred and five hundred. Yes. I don't need. I don't need old Bryce Harper getting to five hundred. Give me a forty homer year. Yeah, and just, at least that's what I'm saying. At least thirty five. Give me at least 35 over there. This is a lineup where he's going to be hitting that. Where if he can get the protection, he should be able to drive in 100 runs. You know he's going to get 100 walks. He's going to have a great OBP. That's those are the things you can just mark down. That's what Bryce does. But he's going to be over there at first base first and foremost. He's going to be engaged every night. He's not running in the walls. Well, sometimes he does over there at the first base. Well, it was, spot. O- it was only in his first game where he <laughs> dove over a, a right. railing. But I, I I am excited to see him over there at first base for a full year. Yeah, I think my biggest question, and we'll go back to the phones here. My my biggest question and the the biggest sort of mi- thing that uh, could come back to absolutely haunt them because I think on paper they have a top five rotation, they have a top five ish lineup, and they have a top five bullpen. I know everyone's in the mindset of go get a, a closer, whatever. I know people are down on Kirkering. I think Kirkering could be the closer by year's end. I'm not down on him because he went through five levels and got a little the, the lights are a little too bright for him in the NLCS. My biggest question is is can Johan Rojas just hit enough to where center field is not a black hole? I mean, a couple years ago they yeah. tried this with like Hazley and Moniak and they brought Simone Muziati. That was terrible. Ooh. I know Simone Simone Muziati. So bad. He was up for like two games, but it, it was so peaceful. How do you remember these guys? Because I, I, I it's what I do. I, I love. Simone Muziati. Yeah, like, who I believe that? he made his debut against the Mets, but in New York. Um, but like they they tried this with the center field a couple of years ago with relying on a young guy, mm-hmm. and it was like the worst position in all of baseball was the Phillies center fielders. I like Cookie Rojas. I know who could who could not like Cookie Rojas. <laughs> Cookie Rojas, bang! That's a good drop usage. But um, can he hit enough? And and so where they don't have to go Martian center and then have to go find another bat at the deadline. That's the big question. Uh, if you want to get in the fills, where are you at? How are you feeling? Expectations heading into the year, all that good stuff. It's officially pitchers and catchers month here on WIP. Tom's in Abington. What's happening, brother? Yo, fellas, how we doing today? What's, What's up, up Tom? Tommy? Hey, how's Chuck doing? Uh, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard him call into the midday, guys. He's, he says that that's the only show that feels I don't give a shit now. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Uh, I'm appreciating the uh, conversation around Joel Prescott and the fatigue around him <laughs> and our Philadelphia second rounders. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, he's starting to get a lot of uh, DAC comparisons. I mean, it's time to put Lamar in there, too. I mean, coming up a little <laughs> small in the postseason. Yeah, and, and listen, and beat fatigue is – I have fatigue from the fatigue. I mean, this is this is crazy. It's, it's every year. But even more than that, I mean, did my eyes deceive me or did I see this man quit in game seven at the end of last year? He, didn't, he definitely did. I mean, the whole team did. Yes. Harden did. It was awful. Yep. Right, but he's supposed to be the leader, man, and I just, yeah. I, I just don't. I don't. It doesn't matter if they make a trade or anything. I just don't see them. I mean, it's third round or bust with this team, right? Well, it should be. Oh yeah, yeah. You talking about whether? Well, yeah, they got to get to the conference finals. Well, yeah. unless Embiid's done for the year, mm, which he very well may be. But uh, all right, so shifting up gears, let's talk about the Eagles here real quick. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Lurie, um, he's not going to be around forever, right? Uh, Julian's being groomed to take over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you think Julian brings the philosophy that the organization has along with him as far as the bend but don't break defense and then the chunk plays on offense while ignoring the importance of the run game? You want us to grill uh, Julian Lurie about his philosophy on building a football team? I'm just saying, it seems like it doesn't matter what coaches they bring in. All the orders come from the top. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. Hasn't it worked out for the most part? Uh, not not really. Not well, This year it didn't. Um, I mean, on the plan that they're at, I guess what? We get a Super Bowl appearance every five years? Is that our new norm? Well, well it, would be, it would certainly be better than the old norm. Does that sound that bad? 
Uh, I just don't like, I, I, I don't, it just seems like everything's back to where it was prior to the Super Bowl, where they're just going to draft a, an offensive tackle. They're they're going to have this defense that is just, it drives me nuts, man. There's no teeth to this defense. I don't understand how you could put a team out there to play this way. They, I mean, we saw it rear its ugly head in the Tampa Bay game. I mean, the, the, the lack of tackling, I, I think it all goes back to the type of defense that they play. So you're not you're not you're you're not excited about the Vic Fangio hired in? No, they doubled down on it. They got the guy who created this defense. Right. Yeah. Like, listen, what, Tom. Whatever happened to bringing in coaches and letting the coach put their scheme in? Well, it's it's a new age of, of the way you build teams now, and teams have the, the Eagles aren't the only team like this, Tom. That's why you see these guys who are getting hired because they are coming in buying into the way a team wants to play. And that could be on the offensive side just as it is on the defensive side. You know, some of these owners, they want to see an offense that throws the ball more. That's a more progressive offense. So unless you're a coach that comes in and believes that, you're probably not going to be there. You know, and from a defensive mm-hmm. and from a defensive standpoint, I'm with you. I, I wanted a more aggressive defense, somebody that does a lot, uh, does a lot more uh, complicated schemes and pressures and things of that nature. But it's – that's not what they hired. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater just because I'm not on or Vic Fangio went at the top of my list. Right. Right? No, I know. I just I've never heard Throw that. the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> it means I'm not going to d- stop liking the team just because I don't like the fact they hired the defensive coordinator. Okay. No, I, I uh, knew it made sense. I know, I know. I just Okay. Because well, I'm you're young. I, well, and I well, and I've been bathing. You know, we 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 have bath time with. You put walking. it in Walker Lee. Yeah, yes. and I'm like, hold on, I'm not throwing water. Like, I'm not, I'm not leaving them out yes. on the side of the road. Yes, and no one throws out bath water anymore. No, so yes, that's that's a definitely old term. What's the last thing you threw? Usually, just goes down the drain. Like I, yes. I don't know what you're supposed to do. It's a it's an it's an ancient yes, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> I finally get one right, and you want to, you want you want to dissect it. It was so it was a good one. That was actually one of the ones I rarely get it. right. I nailed that one. It's a new one, man. I'm gonna see if Jill's on board with that one later. Two one five five nine two. Your mom probably knows about it. Probably. Yeah. I, I would baby think. out with the bathwater. <laughs> probably. You, you, you have no idea either. That's brand. new for me. Yeah. Yeah. First time. Yeah. No, it's a little Believe old. Me, it's, it's, it's not. Is it that old? I don't know. Dude, what, where are you throwing bathwater at? Uh, yeah, I'm with you there. <laughs> that's, that's the Wait, it has to be as old as cut your nose off to spite your face. I feel like that kind of makes sense. I don't know that one either. Yeah, you, you don't want to. What is cu- wrong with you that's guys? Too, you, don't wanna, you don't want to cut is, your nose. It's essentially the same thing. Okay, great. But, but baby, the bat, like cut your nose yeah, off. You're not cutting your nose off. Never mind. It's like yeah, it's you like too. it's like your idea of trading AJ Brown, friend. Like you don't want to right my idea, right? You don't want to <laughs> you don't want to cut off your nose, AJ, right. to build up the defense and spite your face. You know that makes ah, sense. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it your, makes so much sense. Your bad idea. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get it. And we'll continue to monitor and wait to see if we get <laughs> any Joel Embiid news. Do you have Embiid fatigue and the Eagles? Where are you at? Uh, are you still Super Bowl or bust mindset? Phillies. All on the table today. We've hit all three in, in just go. a massive way. Do some flyers? No. Uh, they got their own issues. Speaking of the Eagles, speaking of the Eagles, Ike, yes. they have shown interest and plan to meet with huh? someone at the Combine. Who is it? Does it spell trouble for one member of the team? Don't miss that. Coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. For better or worse, we are quarterback developers. We want to be a quarterback factor. We have the right people in place to do that. Now, no team in the National Football League has benefited more but from developing quarterbacks than the Philadelphia Eagles. And- oh, you smell that, Ike? I smell the quarterback factory getting uh, back and ready to go <laughs> heading into this draft season because you want to know why? Why? Apparently, the Eagles have shown interest and met with South Carolina quarterback Spencer Rattler at the Senior Bowl. Spencer Rattler, the Oklahoma kid, you know, transferred to South Carolina. Always never really put together. Either way, mm-hmm. come second round in, in, in 2024, Spencer Rattler will be a Philadelphia Eagle. And we're right back into the Carson Wentz thing, and it's all over. It was a good run. It was a good run. But they're meeting with Spencer Rattler. It's over. <laughs> it's, it's over for Jalen. Yeah, it's over for Jalen. Just it's just it's the beginning of the end. Why are we meeting with quarterbacks? You know, well, the, they meet with quarterbacks uh, every no, no, year. No, Stop no, it. it's over. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. What is first of all? I don't even know where he's projected to go. Um, he's certainly not projected to be a starter in this league. But neither was Brock Purdy, and <laughs> neither were some other guys who turned out to be starters in this league. But that wouldn't surprise me. The Eagles usually. Um, are into drafting a quarterback at some point and somebody they can develop. They want to have a a quality backup on their team and somebody who's under their system that they have been developing. You know, it's one thing to have a vet there like Marcus Mariota, but you could you, instead of spending what they spend on Mariota eight million dollars. Eight million. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, instead of spending money, yeah, well, well spent. would, would you rather have T.J. Edwards or Marcus Mariota? I would rather have T.J. Edwards. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah, <laughs> but they decided to go out and get backup quarterback. They don't want to do that again this year. And so doesn't surprise me that they're looking at some of these younger guys. So the uh projection on him looks like round three. Okay. Round three or f- probably three or three four. Three or four. Okay. Three or four. Either way. It's just what's his I, I you know, I just know he transferred from one school. I know he was he was at one point a, a tremendous prospect. At one point supposed to be like a top five pick. Yeah. Completely fell off. Spencer Rattler, so yeah. I started watching them. I was, I was, I, I couldn't stand them because they, they had the good run of quarterbacks at, at at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. Obviously, they went Baker and to Kyler and to Jalen, and then mm-hmm. I think Spencer was right after that. Mm-hmm. I actually remember the game where I think he got benched, and and uh, Caleb Williams. Oh, came Caleb in. Williams, yeah, I, he, I remember that. He came in and it was like that's that's why they benched you. That's yeah, special. That's yep. special. And then Spencer tra- uh, transferred to South Carolina. But either way, it's definitely interesting and notable that they 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 met with a corner quarterback. At the combine and are showing some interest, but um, is, is it fair to say they're meeting with players at the combine? They're they're I mean, meeting with players. Yes, I, I think that's why they're down there. I know, I, I know. I, I'm just saying, for, even when it comes out on Twitter, people the Eagles met with such and such wide receiver. They met with such and such. Oh, okay. It doesn't really matter. It does not. It doesn't really. matter. It's the first introduction. They get a chance to see him. Then they'll see him at pro days. They'll see him at the combine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But, but you know, uh, at one point. I think they had the same idea with Jalen and and Carson was oh we need a, a yeah a, affordable backup affordable backup so we can spend that money elsewhere yep and maybe they're doing that with Spencer Rattler mm-hmm. I, I was not a huge fan of college but who knows well if they take him in the second round expect another wildfire to 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 ensue <laughs> if I could give any advice to the Eagles yeah I would wait to at least at least a third possibly fourth round before you start taking these QBs you could you could let Spencer Rattler go. If it, if it, if it's second round pick. Oh, what's is he, what's his measurables, man? I don't know. He's look good. He's throwing the ball. You know, I don't know. Does he look? He's look good in shorts. <laughs> yeah, he look good. I don't know. Yeah, career high in passing yards in twenty twenty three. Now he was he's twenty three years old. So I would hope by that point that's even better. I'm not all in favor of the young quarterback it has to be twenty twenty one coming out. I he hasn't played enough football. I'm saying if you're if you're twenty three, I would hope that you're doing a good job. 
if you've been a, if you've been a college quarterback because you hey now that used to be a huge thing. you got all these kids staying five years now in college that don't go to Alabama. You kidding me? Since COVID happened, all these kids are staying around for extra years. Michael Penix Jr. Like all these kids are staying around for extra years. Isn't Bo Nix almost thirty? Yeah, Bo Nix was the kid from Tennessee. Oh. Hendon Hooker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of these guys are staying around for a while. So uh, last year in the SEC or for for South Carolina, thirty one hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns, eight picks, one forty seven quarterback rating, six foot one, two hundred pounds. Nah, that's nah, small. That's small. That's not. Well, cool. Certainly isn't a big guy. Yeah, that's like. Well, Jalen's six one, two hundred what twenty twenty five pounds. Yeah. I don't know. Not a, not a big fan. <laughs> when you the one brought him up, it's like he was replacing Jalen. It's over. I try to tell you. I try to tell you. It's over. Nick's in Collegeville. What's happening, Nick? What's up, guys? How we doing? What's up? What's up, Nick? So is that the, is that Howie's my homie? Is that is that what he's trying to do? Is that his, his, his next Tom quarterback? Yeah. My homie? <laughs> That's my quarterback there. Yep. We got to keep the factory rolling, buddy. So what's that? So slaps and giggles isn't is playing again tonight. Yeah, Smiley. Yeah, Smiley. Yeah, Smiley's not in tonight. Well, no, I'm sorry. And it has not been uh, official that he's, he's out. He's ruled out. He's questionable. Yes. Slapping giggles. I just, uh, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, and Phil. I mean, Phil. And and Jack. Yeah. Your team started this this whole trend. Well, what do you mean? You you know what what I mean? Well, what do the Phils do? What what do the Phils do? You don't remember six seven? Well, you talking about they started the whole class. Oh, they started, I thought you were talking about like load management. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, they started they started the downward trend on on the graph. Oh yeah, no. Okay. For yep. Sure. Yeah. And, they and did. Then it went into the Eagles second half. Yep. And then Joel's doing it the Eagles, they're doing the second half crash and burn. <laughs> no, it's the yeah. worst. It's it's a it's a it's, it's a brutal a, period for us. It's a brutal period. Now nine hours ago you said that when I first called. No, two now I apologize. Uh when I first called I heard you say, <laughs> "Yeah, run, running, that's cute, that's cute, but that's that's you know we, we don't need any of that." No, nobody passed the ball. All right, nobody passed. Nobody passed the ball last weekend. They they started with the run. That's right. CMC, mm-hmm. like CMC. The only reason why that offense goes is because of CMC. Because when CMC's not in there, then Ayuk and Debo they're not as effective well, because where they, are we getting can, where are we getting Chris McCaffrey at for this? I'm offense? not saying we're getting Chris McCaffrey. What I'm saying is. You need to show the other team that if you can't stop the run, we will run the ball on you all second half of the world on Super Bowl. Remember that? Oh, you can't stop this? But you guys have a 10-point lead? We don't care because we'll run it down for 17 plays. We're out your defense on the first drive in the second half. And then when we get the ball back, we're going to do it again. And by the time we get to the fourth quarter, you're going to have to take a holding penalty because we're going to score a touchdown and end this game. Like it's it's just it's just what happens. Like like what's cute is all these offensive coordinators that want to throw the ball all over the field. Mm-hmm. That's cute because like like we said for years, wide receivers that don't win Super Bowls and throwing the ball all over the world doesn't win the Super Bowls. And we brought this team up early on the week, which was the Rams mm-hmm. against you, Ike. I mm-hmm. apologize. It's okay. They they won the Super that they they threw the ball all over the second the half. Yep, but. They ran. They had a wide. They had Falk that helped them balance out the offense. Yeah. Uh, here's my thing. Well, hell, you can you can make this argument, Nick. Uh, not running the ball is what caused Baltimore the AFC Championship game. There's no question. What did they run it twelve times or something? I think less than that. Well, Lamar was there leading like uh, rushing attempts. Well, he's listen. He's all oh rushing, but that's you're right. Well, usually the the leading. Yard gainer, but he's not usually the the, the, the most right. attempts. Which, right. So there's no question because that was always a. It was still a one score game. Like oh. that game was a one score game all second half. Yep. They forced they forced Mahomes to punt four times in a row. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter because the other team couldn't score. So and I had one more thing that was off this topic, uh, but yeah, I completely don't forget now. Okay. So. Right. <laughs> Appreciate it, Nick. Have a, have a good one. Strong calls all week, though, from Nick. Yeah, listen. Strong. He's getting in the mix here. Yeah. He's getting in the mix here. Strong calls, yeah. Um, yeah, and then listen, I, I obviously know that running the football is, is important. And I'm not saying not run the ball. But, like, like Brock Purdy also made plays in that game. Right. You know, like Mahomes made plays when he needed to make plays. It wasn't Pacheco just going off. Mm-hmm. And if Lamar played better, they might have won that game. I mean, Lamar made some some critical mistakes in that game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, maybe if he's not throwing as much, and Todd Munkin, who by the way didn't get a head coaching job, no, you know, maybe if he's running a little bit more, Baltimore's in the Super Bowl. Maybe, but also, I mean, Lamar throwing <laughs> interceptions in the red zone. I mean, not great. 
Not mm-hmm. great, but they also got away from their bread and butter. Again, 25% less runs in that game than they had all year. It's, it's, it's wild. Well, see, that's the other thing. They are a running team. That's their – Yeah, that's what they normally do. Mentality. That's why people were real critical of them. Yeah. Uh, Sticks in Clearwater. What's happening, Stick? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. In the bathroom? Yeah, what are you, hey, just, speakerphone? I'm in, I'm in – yeah, no, I'm more like yeah, – got an earplug in. Can oh. you take it off? Yeah, yeah, if, if possible. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm. We'll come this right is back. not good. We'll come right back to you, Stick, I promise. Joe's in uh, New Jersey. What's happening, Joe? Hey. How you doing, guys? What's up, Joe? I'm a, I'm a first time on this show, long-time listener. Oh, I appreciate okay. you, Joe. All right. Yeah, yeah. I love your show, man. You guys are awesome. I'll back. Listen, you, you got to help me out. I know you guys aren't doctors, but I got in beat fatigue, you know, real bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's happening is, you know what it's reminding me of? I, I'm going to show my age. It reminds me of Wilt Chamberlain shooting free throws. Okay, now we're talking. Okay. Now, dude, I used to listen to Wilt on the radio, okay? Did you listen to the 100-point game? Uh, I did. I did listen to that 100-point game. Okay. But, but you know... He used to, you know, and, and all the other, a lot of the other games, all the other games, we all know that Wilt, he couldn't shoot, man, a, a free throw to save his life, okay? Right. The thing is, is that it used to frustrate me to no end, you know what I mean? Because free throws are and, free. Yeah, the free throws are free. And, dude, and I just, you know, these seven-foot guys, you know, they're, they're just their body, the way it's built in nature. You know, they're fragile, man. They're really fragile. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, yeah. a lot of them are. A lot well, of them are. Well, they're, they got they're... a lot of. Yeah, they got a lot of body parts. You know what I mean? Well, they don't have more body parts over... than other people. No, 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 no. Longer body just... parts. Longer body parts. What do you mean by bigger? That? Longer. Bigger. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. mean? The more Pause. What? What? Yes. What part? Well, I mean, like feet. You... Like like the knees going yeah. down to the ankles. Right. Well, yeah. here's what they say, right? Big 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 men falls harder, you know. Than the, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 yeah. The bigger you are, the, the harder, harder you fall. fall. Yep. There you okay. go. That's right. Yeah yeah yeah. So it just it just reminds me of that the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is 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 Maxi Maxi playing tonight? We're not sure yet. Right. It's still questionable. Mm-hmm. Okay okay because. I've been watching these guys lose lately, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, where's the other star? You need him back man? out yes. there, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. It's like a, somebody, somebody said on the radio, high school, like a high school team playing a NBA team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and we're talking about teams that don't have nowhere near 500 records. And yeah, no matter if it's Portland, if it's Utah, yeah. appreciate <laughs> it, Joe. Yeah. Even Golden State. The Sixers run out that second-team lineup, second- and third-team lineup. I'm like, man, what am I watching? Now, I will say, it's fun for a game. When, right. When it's Pat Bev and it's – Oh, yeah. It's, you know, you're absolutely right. It's fun for a game. If I got to start watching it three, four, five straight games, no, I'm out. When the other team is preparing for Joel Embiid and they sit 20 minutes for, before the game and Pat Bev gets the <laughs> notification, you can go be a dog tonight. Right. That's fun. You know, when he's out there and he's doing his Pat Bev thing, mm-hmm. 82 games of that. No. Not totally sure. So, uh, the latest on Joel Embiid, this is Woj, um, about an hour ago on NBA uh, Today. He said, I'm told we're getting closer in Philadelphia to getting some clarity on what's next for Joel Embiid. The Sixers have certainly spent a lot of time here over the last day evaluating that knee and trying to come to a consensus about what's next for him. That's the key. That's the key line. Like, what's mm-hmm. next for Joel Embiid? Whether that's to stay on the court and keep playing, whether that's a short time away or a longer period of time away, We'll have a clear picture on that perhaps as soon as tonight. So he gets the first MRI out in Golden State, uh, mm-hmm. San Fran, L.A., mm-hmm. whatever, one of those cities. Mm-hmm. This feels like a second opinion back in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and trying to decide, do I want to get surgery and be out for four to six weeks or can I kind of play through this thing? Kind of feels like what they're debil- uh, debilitating right now. Yep. Deliberating right now. I know what you meant. <laughs> Debilitating uh, might be what we feel. Yes. <laughs> we get this notification. Yes. And how we've kind of talked about this Embiid fatigue thing, it's like, I, I can't believe we're, 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 we're back here again. And it's just, you start having these questions of, is it ever going to happen here? Is it ever going to work here? And are you just, 
Are you just kind of tired of having to do this again? Because either way, if he comes back, it's not going to be 100%, and he's going to be limited in the playoffs again for, yep. what, the fourth year, fifth straight year in a row? Yep. I- I'm telling you, I'm, I'm come hell or high water, I'm riding with Embiid. Um, but my expectations have just changed, especially for this year. I, I, don't, I don't know how I can look myself in the mirror and be like, yeah, this team got a chance to win a championship. Now, prior to him getting injured, I put my money where my mouth was as far as them being in the finals because that's how great he had been playing all year. Mm-hmm. And true to form, as soon as I start really paying attention and the Eagles season is over with because for, for two months, you could just follow the Sixers quietly because the Eagles were still playing. You know, he, he, nobody's making a big deal out of what the Sixers are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as we get to January and the Eagles season is over with and now you start to hone in on him beating the Sixers and he scores 70 points, then the next thing you know, see – he goes 70 points, then you got the Embiid-Jokic matchup that doesn't happen, and now you're ducking him, and is he injured? It's like as soon as the Eagles' season ended, the Sixers' drama began. Always. It's, it's, it's time is a flat circle. <laughs> we're right back where, where it feels like we always are, and it's just it's tiring that we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, we're going to keep going down this road because he's a great player, and to move on from him, it's like – I'm not moving on from him. And, he either plays for us or he, or, or he doesn't play. We're, we're going down with the ship. Yes. We're, we're going down with the ship. It's just it, – I wonder where the fan base is at is if – do you have Embiid fatigue? I know a lot of people have had it for the last couple of years, you know. Yeah, some people have already checked out. They've yeah. been here. They're like, I'm never again. <laughs> yeah. And I guess what, what sucks and, and hurts is that for the second straight year, I really bought in again. Like last year I bought yep. in, and, and this year you same haven't here, be- Same here. And Bede looked better. Like I know he won the MVP, but he looked better. He looked this year. better this year. They yeah. they had the Marcus Morris's, the the Pat Bevs. They got rid of James Harden. Mm. Maxi is in the All Star uh, consideration. Mm. Like a lot of positive things. They really gave you a lot to even start. <laughs> Getting rid of James Harden was huge. Because quite frankly, I never wanted him here in the first place. Uh, but getting rid of him at least allowed a lot of people to at least get back to enjoying the Sixers and allowing themselves the possibility of what this team could do or what they could be. Because you got Maxi, you're watching, Embiid's playing great. You got all these other role players that we can sort of get behind. There's no drama around the team. You got a coach in here that everybody seems to like and want here. And the team obviously looks better. Only thing we're waiting on is a him to stay healthy and b the playoffs and the trade deadline. I think the well, trade and deadline the trade deadline, yeah, it's gonna be again this time next week. We'll know what they're. It's over three o'clock next Thursday, mm-hmm. so we'll know what happened and, and how in Daryl Morey is because now the question is, you know, I thought I thought heading into it before the Embiid injury, he was gonna go get a fringe piece. He was gonna go get a a guy to round out the edges of the roster. And, and now I just wonder if he tries to go get a guy that helps Maxi and Tobias keep this thing afloat, or if he even tries for a bigger star. If you want to mention Paul George today, I saw a report that the, the Heat are absolutely not trading Jimmy Butler. So maybe no Jimmy Butler, LeBron. I mean, there's big names out there. Does he go big game hunting now to to try to say, listen, if Joel's there, Joel's there? But I still think this team can, team can win a title. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's. It's fascinating. But do you have Embiid fatigue? Stick's back in Clearwater. What's happening, Stick? Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, Stick? What's up, Stick? Hey, I'm down here in 70-degree temperatures uh, looking at these palm trees, beautiful green grass, and waiting for these fills. Oh, man, me too. Me too. It's, I'm, I'm jealous of you. We'll be down there soon. That's awesome. Look, when you come to a game, I work in the picnic section. Everybody knows Stick down there. Give me a holler, okay? I'll get you guys down there right by the field and the players. Oh, right by the Tiki Hut? That sounds like a great time. <laughs> sounds like a great time. All right, what, what, yeah, what do you got for for us today, Stick? Well, I can talk Phillies all day long, but earlier y'all were talking about the Eagles and the Sixers, so I had two points on that, okay? Okay. One, I was screaming at the TV at the time for Howie to take that rookie linebacker, Jack Campbell, who I think he was at either Arkansas or Iowa. Iowa. And we – yeah, we took uh, schemes. Of course, you know, how he's going to make that decision. And it's like, you know, Campbell winds up being the rookie best linebacker of the year. Yep. Uh, it's a tackling machine. We're we're looking for guys who want to tackle, and most of the time your linebackers like to, right, Ike? Yep. Most of the time. Yeah, most, most of the, the time, time yes. <laughs> no, you're right. May not have been the case this year. <laughs> no, but uh, one more point on Mr. Embiid is I, I, I don't know why anybody's not talking about 
uh, how Maury dropped the ball on getting the perfect acquisition name uh, uh, from from Toronto. So, which from Toronto? Siakam or which one? Siakam, my bad. Yeah. Uh, how did we? Uh, if we had Siakam, he would honestly be able to play when Embiid is being rested or hurt. He would honestly be able to play beside Embiid. He was the perfect acquisition. Do you all agree? So I, yeah. I, I wanted Siakam. Uh, I mean, three first-round picks. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot for and Siakam. Got, and he got to resign him this offseason. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was I, I was the belief that if he just was in the Toby role, like I think he's a, a better version of Toby. He doesn't shoot mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. But, like, he he's a guy that you can just give the basketball to and he can score. You know where they don't have many of those guys. Yep. You know, I mean, that's kind of in the the mo of the team is they don't have guys that can you can throw the basketball to and you can go get me a bucket. They've got a bunch of the the Morris, Covington, Batum. You know, they got plenty of those mm-hmm. guys. You don't want Zach Levine. I don't want Zach Levine. No, mm-hmm. he shoots shoots you out of games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see what happens with him. His, <laughs> his contract's also a disaster. I don't know if he gets moved. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Detroit. I saw was uh, interested in him. Uh, let's sneak in uh, Clay in Kansas City. What's happening, Clay? Hey guys, how you doing? What's up, Clay? Hey, uh, hey, real quick, uh, I like the sayings. I, I, we're, you be about the same age, man. You got to school jack up on that, <laughs> and also, also, hey, Brent, I, I heard it a couple weeks ago. Bring back some of that mob deep now, Jack. You need to learn who who mob deep is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll anyway. work on it. So, but you've you've heard of the saying, you know, throw the the bath water throw, out with the baby. Oh, that, that's been around. Hey. Jack, I, Gen X guys like Ike and I, we know a lot of things because my mom and dad said those things. That's all they right? use. Yeah, every other yeah, every other sentence was the same. Yes. Well, again, I'm trying. I'm trying to learn the ways of the elder my, generation. Yes. <laughs> my dad is 78, and he still talks like that all day long. So, mm-hmm. uh, hey, real quick on uh, a lot of about this AJ trade thing, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go back to Gen X again. AJ is like jewels on Pulp Fiction. His wallet says, you know what, on it. We do not trade a player like that. I don't care what you get. The cap hit is too great. Go sign Devontae also. It's a passing – I think I've heard Jaws say this. It's a passing league. You have, and, and you just paid your quarterback $45 million a year, whatever you paid him. You've you got to maximize that asset. Uh, so it's a passing league. You've got to get these guys locked up. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on Devontae. I would go first on this contract, so I would get him done before Jefferson and CD and all these other guys. What do you think, guy? Yeah, you know that's how the Eagles operate. <laughs> they, they didn't waste time getting Jalen's deal done. They didn't wait till Joe Burrow and all those guys did a deal first. They made sure Jalen got his out of the way because you knew it was going to go up from that point moving forward, and it did. It went up with Lamar Jackson's deal. It went up with Herbert's deal. Then ultimately Joe Burrow got the biggest deal yep. of all of them. Who's who's next? Um, well, Tua has to wait to after his fifth year, so he he he's locked into his fifth year unless they give him an. I think they can give him an extension if they wanted to. Yep. but they don't have to. I mean, like Tr- Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Are you giving him? Is he in that class? How long has he been in the league? He was after those guys. I think it was the year. The year. I two- think he just finished his third year because this is his second year with Doug. And he did one year with Urban, Urban Meyer. Urban. So Trevor Lawrence is up this afternoon. I mean, this this uh, this all season. I, I'll be very. He's getting overpaid. He's going to get severely overpaid. Yes. 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 Are you kidding me? It's Jacksonville. Yeah. If they don't get, they may give him part of the damn team. Unwisely, by the way. Yeah. Yes, because he's a he's a he's an average quarterback. That's what he is. But they're Jacksonville, and they're not going to get another quarterback down there, so they have to overpay Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, because Fields isn't going to get paid. Probably not. Nope. He's got to wherever he's going to go. He's got to prove it that year. Yeah. I mean, there's I, there's no other really. Mac yet. Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't wait. Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey, Trey, Trey Lance is. You know what? Watch for Dallas to pick up his fifth year, or has his fifth year been picked up already? I don't think it's been picked up. This already. is the year they can do it. Yeah. This is the year they they would have to decide whether or not to pick up his fifth year. Yep. Or, or he would be a free agent after next year. Yep. Like it's. The next big quarterback contract is going to be Lawrence, and then you pretty much would have to wait for what? Stroud? I mean, like. Yeah, well, no, Dak's going to get his. No, I know, but some of the quarterbacks are the young guys that are worth it. Well, and no, Love. Love, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Love Love probably gets his deal this offseason. Yeah, he will. 
I'm curious to see what he gets. Yeah, he'll, he'll get his deal this offseason. Yeah. Played great down the stretch, too. He does. He deserves it. First first few games of the season, and last year I thought he stunk. Yeah. Well, I think, well not last year because Aaron Rodgers was there in 2022. Yeah, he came in against the Eagles. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I think we talked after the Raiders game. We were like, he can't play. Yeah, three picks. Yeah, I was out on him. Yeah, I was out. And from that moment on, I think he was the third best quarterback in football. He was. He came down the stretch flaming. (laughs) He got hot. Twitter question. And and got young, young wide receivers everywhere. They got. I mean, Wicks, Dobbs, uh, your boy Reed. Reed. The two tight ends. They got two tight ends. That's not even talking about Christian Watson. I mean, that's right. That's not even Watson in that group. Four pretty good young receivers. And And he was the first round pick or second round. Second round pick. Watson was second round. Second round. Yeah. So Packers. I mean, oh, definitely. They have a million weapons that no one's ever heard of. That what? Well, how they got Jordy Nelson. Is how they got Devontae. Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing. I mean, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Yeah. <laughs> Randall Cobb. Yep. That's what they do. That's what they do. And all the quarterbacks. You know, it's unbelievable. What an organization. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in the Twitter question this hour. Sponsored by Marks Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Marks Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. On the other side, a top five five with Fran Plus. All your phone calls. And bead fatigue, Super Bowl or bust for the Eagles. Phillies expectations all on the table. Get in now. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.